Dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Hello, you pet stylist. You found the Groom Pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird. Susie, how you doing? What's up? Hey, we're going to get a little bit of rain here. We might get rained out. Wow, well, that is so exciting. Welcome to Groom Pod, episode 361, recorded on January 15th. Yes, my birthday in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Susie. Happy birthday to you. Ah, the dulcet tones of Barbara Bird. Thank you very much for that birthday wish. Of course, you guys are hearing this a little bit later, and Barbara's birthday will have also happened, but I will not sing because I have a snotty nose and I sound horrible right now. But um, yeah, this podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Shears, Groomore, and Stazco. And you guys, if you'd like to tip your podcasters, you can go to our website, thegroompod.com, and use the Patreon button or the donation button. And I always forget to mention that there is also the Chewy link that's up there. And if you click on the Chewy link, they send us a little teeny tiny itsy bitsy little bit of money if people shop through there. And I think I'm the only one who shops through there. But I can't do it because if we do it, what we get, if you and I shop by the link, don't we get busted like happened before? No. Chewy allows you to shop through your link. Chewy's a pretty interesting company. Well, I should do that because I shop all the time through Chewy. And if you guys didn't know, I'm sure there's plenty of you that are not my personal friends, so they didn't get to see my personal Facebook feed. But they sent me a either digital or hand-painted canvas of Huckleberry the Parrot out of the blue. It just randomly showed up at my house and it is so cool. I can't believe they did that. And it's signed. So somebody created it and it's paint on canvas, but it may have been done by a computer because it looks just like the picture I sent in, or it was done by this person with the initials AM. I can't believe they did that. It was such a surprise. So let me tell you, I had a surprise this week. Okay. Well, wait. This week's surprises are brought to you by Groomore Software. <laughs> if you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. This episode is spray versus rinse through conditioner. And we're going to talk a little bit about the ingredients in the Stazco spray. Barbara, tell us about your surprises. Okay, this is what happened. Back in October, 
I got a, a message from Curtis Hanby of Hanby Engineering. And uh, probably a lot of people don't remember this, but I managed Curtis's email group for like 10 years or so. And uh, he and I are BFF, okay? And that's how I uh, originally got hooked up to sell the bathing beauties. So I hear from him about once a year anyway, you know, and we exchange things. And, and, but he's been away from the business and doing music production and other strange stuff that I just didn't hook into. He sent me this message and he said, I've got a package I'm going to send you. And I said, oh, okay, good. I wonder what it's going to be. And then nothing happened. So I said, okay, typical Curtis Hand. I was going to say, as is often the case with Curtis. <laughs> he is so ahead of himself a lot of the time. So then a few days ago, or last week, I got an e another message from him saying, package should arrive in tomorrow, and uh, it's just stuff for you to play with. And I thought, oh, okay. Well, uh, FedEx comes Big square box from Hanvey. And uh, you know what it was? What? A new baby beauty. Oh, you're kidding. In my life. Remember just two weeks ago, we found a new baby beauty on the bottom shelf up front where just empty boxes usually lie. Yes. And, and now a brand new one comes in and... It's turquoise blue, Susie. Oh, perfect. It is so pretty. It is so pretty. And the playing thing is that he sent me three extra, each one different nozzles oh. to try for de-shedding. Now I'm jealous. Do you have an actual bathing beauty? No, but the nozzle's the same. I had a bathing beauty. I left it at the vet hospital. I took my two hydro surges and left the bathing beauty. If these nozzles are interchangeable with your nozzle, I might send them to you because you'll get more. I'll maybe keep one and send the others to you because I don't do that much de-shedding. I do a fair amount. And you do a fair amount. So you would be a better tester upper than me. But what? What a surprise. I mean, it was a, suddenly it's raining bathing beauties. <laughs> so I went from having no bathing system to a DIY. And by the way, I posted the uh, the pump on our Facebook group. Good. Posted a, a link to the, the pump on Amazon. And then the new bathing beauty and then the new and improved bathing beauty. So I am like a setup for life in bathing machines. Did you find out from Curtis? Is he dipping his toe back in or? Yeah, he's back in. Oh, good. Something has shifted. He's back in, in development. Yes. So that's just right where he belongs. That's right. So this is what he's, one of the things that he's working on is um, finding a, the perfect nozzle to do some de-shedding in the tub, as well as the option of taking off the 
pressure controller, he truly is the groomer's engineer. I mean, if it needs to be reworked, he was the guy to do it. So I'm so happy that he's back in the game. Yeah, I'm so happy he's putting himself there and that somehow they've worked things out over there. I was perusing our video content on YouTube, which is actually just yeah. audio content with a picture of the groom pot on it. And uh, yeah. apparently... YouTube is going to harsh my buzz. They're messing with me, Barbara. They've got copyright calls on all of our videos. And the reason is that teeny, tiny, teeny little bit of introduction I have for back to school. It's like five seconds of that. And they picked it up and they've got copyright infringement. And I don't think anything happens unless the owner of the registration finds it and comes gets me, but you two has it flagged. So starting today, there's no more introduction to that segment. I'll re-record it, but I don't have it re-recorded now. And there's no more happy puppy song at the end because that also got flagged. But here's the thing that puzzles me. They also flagged my twisted tunes that I have 100% permission to use. I don't think they know the difference. I don't know that it means I'm in trouble. I don't know that it means they're going to do anything. But going forward, I'm going to make the adjustment. And I will not um, have the Happy Puppy song or the George Thorogood intro. Uh. Yeah, I think that's who it was, George Thorogood. Yeah. Anyway, wah, wah. Oh, here, allow me. (laughs) They can't take that away from me. (laughs) So I did... The last of my snow reschedules, which was actually a snow slash flat tire reschedule yesterday. (laughs) Two weeks into January, I'm finally caught up from the snow from December. Oh, good. It's exhausting. And throughout all of it, now all my scissors are dull. So I can't wait till March when we have the Northwest Grooming Show and Randy comes and can sharpen all my stuff. But here's a tip. If you just clean them and oil them, they'll work a little bit better. (laughs) So I did that. Yeah. Anything else went on with your week other than magical presents? I had another positive experience yesterday. I have a new Bedlington Terrier grooming and the guy called me or he texted me or whatever. And uh, he said, I've been looking all over town for a Bedlington groomer and you're it (laughs) and it's true there's just like nobody else that has really worked on that breed I did a a lot of work on that breed not that I'm show perfect or anything like that but I know how to make the Bedlington look like a Bedlington so his Bedlington is two years old and he moved from Manhattan to the desert Oh my. First thing that happened was the, and I, oh boy, the Bedlington Terrier is not a desert coat, not <laughs> a, de- a desert coat. So we're having a lot of these really small, tiny sticker burrs. Oh. They're just indigenous to Tucson Desert and they get in dogs' feet. Ouch. It's really annoying, and it, and and actually, they brush out real easily with a slicker brush, but people don't know that, and they try picking them and cutting them up and all, all this kind of stuff. So I was able to really do a nice sticker feet 
on this dog, but I nailed the trim. I nailed the fucking Bedlington trim. You know, I didn't do the show trim where you scissor the top line and all of that. I just took it from the shoulders down all over with a number two comb and it looked really nice. And I charged a hundred bucks for this trim and he didn't blink. And he rescheduled for five weeks and that Andy tipped. Andy tipped. Well, from Manhattan, no wonder he wouldn't blink an eye. They're probably charging 150 bucks for that cut. Yeah, well, I didn't blink. And, and the dog had issues. I mean, the dog was like really scared. The dog, unfortunately, was gored by a javelina. That's a pig, right? Yeah, these wild javelinas, they're wild pigs with tusks. Ooh. And they're just out there like the coyotes? They're just out there like the coyotes. We have taken over so much of the wild animal territory in this valley. You know, we're surrounded on three sides with mountains. And so there's a limit, <laughs> you know, and we are just like right up to the mountains. We have just like built residences right up to the fucking mountains. So all of those animals are coming down into the streets. And the javelinas tend to travel in family packs. Oh, that's not good. He's lucky. He's lucky his dog survived. Got badly gored in the side, got on, on his tail, and then another one on his shoulder or someplace. What happened was that he came home with his dog, opened the car door before he attached the leash, and the dog raced, jumped out of the car, and went after this javelina. And the javelina ran him into the heavily bushed with cactus. Oh, geez. And then he heard the screaming. Oh, that's awful. Isn't this awful? But the dog lived. But the dog lived. The dog got away from the javelina. They do damage and then split. Went down into a ravine, like... You know, so the the animals were struggling together down in this ravine, and the guy couldn't get through the bush. Oh, man. And Choya jumping cactus, you know, the kind that you barely touch and it jumps on your leg. He, he couldn't go down there. He's calling his dog. And finally, the dog broke away and came to him, and he rushed him to the vet, and they saved the dog. But it was... High drama in the desert. That's scary. You know, it looks like they eat fruits and vegetables, so that's why they attack and then run away. Yeah, they don't kill and eat like the coyotes do. Oh, how interesting! That must be bizarre to walk down one of your streets and then all of a sudden see a little pack of pigs. <laughs> yeah, we get photos on the neighborhood email group all the time next door. Wow, pictures of Havelina. Uh, mom and two kids and mom and dad. Dad is awful. Ugh. They're vicious. They're just horrible. I also think you got another surprise in the mail, although it was something you ordered. Well, I stumbled upon, well, I'm showing it to you, but I think you've seen it already. A new brush dryer. It's so pretty. It's evolved. It is really an advanced model. And I, I don't know, I don't remember how I stumbled upon it, but, you know, I just do an awful lot of research on Amazon. <laughs> 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 and uh, and one, one click leads to another, 
and I spotted it. I spotted it because I like the color. It's silver and kind of fuchsia. Would you call that fuchsia? I would. It's silver and fuchsia with a black filter screen. And it has air that comes out all around the pad of slicker brush with coated tip. And it has cool, low, and high. So it's like cool, high, low, heat, and high heat. Oh, nice. So it has some options. It has some options, and it's rather quiet, and it has a more narrow handle. That's what I like about it. So it's not as fat as those other ones that I have, so it's more ergonomic. And also, the head comes off, and you can replace the head if the brush wears out. And you can use the dryer without the head on it, like a stick dryer. Yeah, you can use the dryer, and I I blew my own hair, and it it styled it really nicely. It looks (laughs) fabulous. It's very 80s, nice and feathered. It looks beautiful. (laughs) And with the pink in it, definitely a good look. I'm loving my hair right now. (laughs) Just came today, this morning, Amazon, dogs barked, and I went to the front, and there's a little package out there. I love Amazon. I'm so fucking I think I read a a notice that I had ordered uh, 74 items in three months. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they're not counting what we order. We get a lot of stuff from Amazon. They do count it. They and they'll give you a summary if you ask. Maybe I don't want it. But I don't don't <laughs> ask. It's, it's hard to take the reality uh-huh. of your shopping. I bet. Well, you know, we are on a little bit of a weather time crunch. So let's forge ahead and let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called The Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. We have a webinar coming up. You know, this is one that I've been wanting to put together for a long time and finally doing it. It's called Pet Product Safety, and it's part of the Grooming Product Summit by Positive Ed. It's going to be a weekend of webinars in the middle of February, the 12th and 13th, and my seminar is on the 13th of Feb, Monday at 11 Pacific Standard Time. My goal is to kind of sort through some of our fears and suspicions about products. You hear me talk about this all the time here, but I'm gonna do a big overview and breakdown. 
of how misunderstandings are created and used competitively in the pet product marketplace and what it does to our perception of cosmetics in general and pet products specifically. And I'm going to bust some myths about dangerous ingredients and try to come to a rational approach about pet product ingredient safety. I bet you're trying to figure out how to actually see this webinar, and I'm going to tell you. If you have a Positive Education Training Summit membership, you can see it. You're automatically in. You'll have six weeks to watch the recording, and you don't have to do anything else. If you don't have or want a membership, then you can buy a single summit ticket at $147 and you'll have three weeks to watch the recording. So go to positiveed.com or follow the link that we have up on our Facebook page and you can sign up. Yeah, you know, but that's a good price because there's like four other speakers or presenters in the summit talking about everything from whitening shampoo to paw care. It's a very full, nourishing, educational weekend, a weekend of webinars. You've got Angie Coates with product tips and tricks. You've got Melissa Contadiner with aromatherapeutic spa treats DIY. You've got therapeutic creams and sprays explained with Michelle Knowles. And you have our beloved Barbara Bird. Oh, and Tammy. And Chris Sertzel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anybody who's not going to this thing is crazy. This is a lot of fantastic product information. And go to the Facebook page, and we'll have the link up for you. It's the battle of the conditioners, the spray-on conditioners versus the rinse-through conditioners. And before we take off into this topic, I just want to mention that it's versus, V-E-R-S-U-S. How do you spell that? Why? What are you hearing? Verse. Oh, no, it's verse. It drives me crazy. Everybody says so-and-so verse so-and-so. That's what you have in a song as a verse. This is verses. <laughs> <laughs> so rinse through conditioners versus spray-on conditioners. I'm a spray-on conditioner fan. What about you, Barbara? I tend towards the rinse through. I like to do everything at the tub. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me... It's all about water saving and time saving as a mobile. And it wasn't that way when I was in a shop, but today I want to use the least amount of water I possibly can and add the least amount of drying time. And the spray-on conditioners are so fantastic these days. They really do a great job of conditioning, especially if you have a shampoo that has a little conditioner in it as well. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, I use spray-on detanglers a lot, Ah, but I mostly use the Baby Beauty. Well, what I like about the Baby Beauty is how thoroughly it applies conditioner to every single freaking hair. And when you spray, you can miss an area, although generally your force-air dryer will kind of move stuff around a little bit. But nonetheless... You can apply uh, it more heavily in one place and less heavily or miss another. And that doesn't happen when you use it diluted through the bathing beauty. Plus, I like that I can 
control concentration of conditioner by, you know, like just using a half an ounce. And I got a new jigger mm. that I found on Amazon that has a half ounce, an ounce, and on the other side, it has like a third of an ounce, two thirds of an ounce, an ounce and a half. That is cool. Yeah, and it's an OXO, an OXO the type best. thing. It's stainless with a little black in the middle. It's very ergonomic. It's really very precise measuring. And I like to be precise when I'm testing products for companies, you know, uh, because my natural instinct, let's say, is just to squirt something in there. Me too. And so I like to use my conditioner like very lightly, just a half a pump for a full tub of water. And in that ratio, you're not really adding a lot of drying time, especially if you're using a product like Best Shot. Especially if you're using a product that has a silicone conditioner in it, dimethicone or amodimethicone. Those things help reduce drying time rather than adding it on. So, you know, the formulas differ, but you can take a pretty thick conditioner and use just a dash and get a very light conditioning effect. I use a lot of the Max in addition to my leave-in conditioners because for the most part, let's see, if I think about what I have out there, I've got the Hypo from Show Season. I have Best Shot One Shot Conditioner for anybody who doesn't smell as fresh after the bath. I'll, I'll do that one. Then I've got a whole host of Best Shot Sentiment. I've got the orchid. I've got the lavender. I've got the lemon. <laughs> and I know that all the smells are just for me, but I do enjoy them. And those are my go-tos when I need to, to use a conditioner. And if that's not quite enough power, then a couple drops of the Max in there. And I have a lovely smelling environment and a fantastically conditioned coat. Thank you, Best Shot. Well, how I used the Max this week was with the two, I had two dogs that I tried the show season apple cider vinegar shampoo. Oh, you've got that. Yeah, it came. I like it. I like it, but it's too early to really say. I So I, I did two dogs on Friday and one of them was my every three week elderly Sheltie, and I thought, you know, this would be a good coat to use this clarifying shampoo, just because who knows how much conditioner Yvonne has been using on this dog. And her coat came out so light and volume and texture. It retained its texture, but I didn't think that I could use a clarifying shampoo without a conditioner on the Sheltie here. It just scared me. Okay. And so I added a shot of the Max. And when I say a shot, I mean that I dilute it 16 or 17 to one in a mixing bottle. And then one ounce of that uh, is a shot. And actually one half an ounce <laughs> Yeah, I add a couple drops, maybe two or three drops right next to the pump. And that's how I mix it in. 
Oh, you use the concentrated soap. Yep. And I just put a couple drops because that's all it seems to need. You think, gosh, that's just such a tiny amount, but I can tell. Oh, I know. Well, here's what happened to me last week. We used the Max smaller bottle to keep at the tub, and then we keep the big bottle hidden away in the cupboard so that Dave doesn't use it all. Right. <laughs> so, but he knows it's there now because he did some cleaning and he put some things away in there and he said, oh, there's more. <laughs> so the small bottle was on the cabinet beside the tub. It's right up against the tub. And so it makes a really easy place to put the small things that you're going to use in the tub because it's just where your left hand is. And that bottle was there. And somehow somebody other than myself left it with the bottle opening cracked open. Oh, no. And it got tipped over. <gasps> And it spilled a bunch of Max onto the surface of the cabinet. So, hey, I just took my finger and <laughs> scooped up a little finger cover in my mouth and put it in the tub. And it worked fine. There you go. So I, I agree that it really is only a couple of drops, a dime size, yep. is enough to add a lot of conditioning to the shampoo. I'm going to suggest to Sandy at show season that she get on it and develop a cream rinse to go with. I mean, I'm, I think if we call it a cream rinse, people won't be afraid that it's going to weigh down the coat. With the apple cider vinegar? Yeah, to companion. A companion, you know, and put some apple cider vinegar in it. And, uh, you know, there is a conditioner out there that's been on the market for years that has apple cider vinegar in it, and that's Chris Christensen's after bath. Oh, really? I, I haven't gone back into his ingredients because it's kind of hard to chase those down to see if he's if he, he isn't there anymore. They, the new company, is still it's a new company with old employees. I haven't checked to see, but I'm sure they're still using it. Didn't like that conditioner so much. Oh. You know why? Because they had a funny consistency. And I wasn't sure if that was due to the apple cider vinegar in it, but it, it got stringy in the bathing beauty solution. Interesting. And it kind of weird. Yeah. It was kind of a weird action. It was a good conditioner if you just use it as conditioner, but put it in the bathing beauty and it just like got a little unemulsified unevenness about it. Okay. Well, I didn't like the smell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but by the way, the smell on the two dogs that I use the apple cider vinegar, uh -huh. you would like. It's very light. It's very apple-y. Oh, I like apple -y. Yeah, that would definitely work. But it's not heavy. It's not as heavily apple-y as the Stasco conditioner. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's just delightful. It's just fine. Well, I'm interested to hear more about that as you do some research. Yeah. So there are a couple times where I will use a conditioner every time, and that is on a D-shed. I always will throw in a conditioner on top of that, a rinse through. 
Yeah. 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 And that's where I would use a spray on top of the conditioner. Always. <laughs> yeah. The, always. The spray is always involved yeah. in my drying process. So that's just a given. But I can't train other people to do that. Ugh. They won't use the spray unless there's tangles. They should listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, does that cover the conditioners? Yes, and it takes me into wanting to talk a little bit about the ingredients list that I found for the Stasco spray. Perfect. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back with that. Chris Bear Anthony, visiting the groom pod again. Okay, so you know I love my Evolution Swivel Shears. And you even know that these customizable shears come in non-swivel as well. But did you know that they're the only ones I've been trusting my sharpening with for around 15 years? And that that's how we met? What? You haven't tried their sharpening yet? If so, send in your next batch of sharpening and you'll get one shear sharpened for free with a $75 order just for telling them where you heard about them. Your shears and blades will thank you. Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. I think that everybody should have show season true tearless shampoo and show season hypo conditioner on hand. Show Season has formulated true tearless shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating, but still clean very well. And the Hypo Conditioner is one of the best fragrance-free conditioners in the market. And if you guys would like to find some Show Season True Tearless or Hypo Conditioner, go to showseasongrooming.com. Groomers, take your seats. It's time for Bee Bird's Classroom. Because somebody asked a question on our Facebook group for their little Tibetan Spaniels, whether the Stasco leave-in spray would be enough. Ah. And so I said, well, I'll look at that. And so it so happens that on the Stasco website, I looked at the oatmeal protein conditioner and the oatmeal protein spray, mm -hmm. and they're right side by side on the website. So it's really right there for me to look at what the difference was, right? Cool. Interestingly enough, I, I hadn't gotten around to really looking closely at the ingredient list for the spray and there's some ingredients listed that i didn't recognize that's unusual yeah that's unusual for me so one of them was acetaminopropyl trimonium chloride mm. notice that i didn't make you say that in the introduction <laughs> yeah <laughs> acetaminopropyl trimonium chloride. So what the heck is that? I looked it up and it's a quaternized derivative of acetamide MEA. So that's nothing, right? But that makes it like a moisture magnet. It's a cationic humectant. Oh, how's that? That makes it's sense. It's a cationic 
humectant. So what quaternization does, just to remind y'all, it makes things have a positive charge. In other words, cationic, positive charge, positive ionic charge that makes it stick to the hair real well. Clings to hair, becomes substantive to hair. It attracts moisture and it's substantive. Doesn't just rinse right off. And it also, because of this cationic nature, it provides excellent static control. So it's a good thing. It's just not exactly a natural phenomena. Do we care about that? We don't. Yeah, okay. We don't care about that. I would just assume our fans not be too worried about whether it is it's okay if it's natural but you know do you know have you noticed probably not because you don't look at all these ingredient lists that i have the the new go-to conditioner description is plant-derived conditioners oh really oh really we're back at that Save me from that plant-derived conditioners. And what can be plant-derived conditioners? All the conditioners we normally use. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they, so they can be coconut oil-derived. In other words, they use the lauric acid in there. They can be palm oil, which is uh, such a controversial plant because palm oil plantations burn down the forest. They're destroying the habitat of the orangutans and such and so forth. It's really an unfortunate global development. So some companies are becoming palm free. I like palm free. <laughs> I would go with palm free if I could. I would go with palm free and I don't trust plant-derived conditioners because they could be palm oil-based. So anyway, the, I, dig, I, I digest, I divert. I, You're digressing. I wander, <laughs> I wander. Yes. But I'm not undressing. No, 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 digressing. Digressing. There we go. So digression terminated. One of our favorite sayings is better living through science. Due to the quaternizing the acetaminopropyl trimonium chloride provides excellent static control. And one supplier says this product aids in maintaining the critical moisture balance needed to keep hair healthy looking. Healthy looking. Yeah. They don't say healthy. <laughs> in the human beauty industry, we can find this ingredient used in virtually all hair care products as an anti-static agent in shampoos and conditioners, as a plasticizer in setting and styling aids, or as an alternative to glycerin in ethnic products. That little bit intrigued me. I am now going to have to research why we would want an alternative to glycerin in ethnic products. Coming up, coming up in the future i because maybe that would be what we want to do for rustic coats okay rustic coats are are kind of the uh ethnic product 
needs of the pet grooming. And I did check on the safety of this ingredient. There's gaps in the available safety data that Cosmetic Ingredient Review Expert Panel found. But what they say is that the available data on many of other trimoniums like cetrimonium chloride has been heavily researched and the available data on these other trimoniums are sufficient and the structure is similar, the chemical structure is similar, the activity relationships are similar, the functions in cosmetics and the cosmetic product usage is similar enough to support extending these data to the entire group. All right. So even though EWG says there's no data, it's a fairly recently applied or synthesized and developed ingredient. Hey, Stasco is forward reaching. Nice. It's safe. We don't really have any worries about it. Okay. So then I found another one. And this one, it was a little more confusing. They say um, cosmetic polydimethyl siloxane and dicetyldimonium chloride. Well, I searched that and I couldn't find anything that came up with those two things. Polydimethyl siloxane is dimethicone. Oh. And dicetyldimonium chloride is a quat, a quaternary ammonium compound. So it's cationic. That is an emulsifier, a surfactant, as well as an anti-static agent for hair care. So this is uh, some kind of a combination, some kind of a mixture of dimethicone and this dimonium chloride. But they're listing it this way is not giving us the real inky information that we would like. I, I can allow the cosmetic amino modified silicone polyether copolymer, which is the silicone, mm -hmm. the main silicone. But that's a description. That's not an inky name that doesn't really nail the ingredient down. Could that be a sneaky proprietary Stasco ingredient? It's a sneaky proprietary best shot ingredient that is being used also in the Stasco line. Okay. I will give best shot and Stasco a pass on one, but I can't give a pass on two obscure confusing, non-inky descriptions. Who is going to, what pet groomer is going to have any idea what the cosmetic polydimethyl siloxane and dicetyldimonium chloride? All I can say for sure is they're not plant-based. The spray also contains Odin silk protein. So that's good. I like a little protein in my conditioners for most dog hair does well with proteins added. 
it just fills in any little chips and nicks and gouges and uh, unfortunate chip outs on the hair cuticle. Rough handling and such. I mean, I think it's good. I like this oatmeal protein spray. But you wish they had the inky names. But I wish they had the inky names of this one. Yeah. I can give them a pass on the made modified silicone polyether copolymer. Come on. <laughs> really? It is their special sauce. You don't give the recipe for the special sauce. You know, they don't tell you the ingredients of the special sauce. I get it. So everybody can have one special sauce. But not two. <laughs> not two special sauces. <laughs> so let's just take a second and say, what's in the conditioner, the rinse through, that's not in the spray, right? Right. Sterile conium chloride, hydroxypropyl methyl cellulose, that's a thickener, cedaryl alcohol, that's just kind of a generic conditioner base peg 40 castor oil which is very helpful for a lot of hair castor oil yeah castor oil is used in ethnic products widely and peg 40 is pegylated so that means it's got extra oxygen atoms in there to make it be water soluble and uh, helpful in a water soluble product so here, this is interesting. It's got cosmetic polydimethylsiloxane, which is dimethicone, but it doesn't have the dicetyl dimonium chloride in it. But it's just got more of the creamy stuff and the PEG-40 castor oil. It's got the hydrolyzed oat and silk proteins, and it's got the same uh, apolescence fragrance. Oh, and it's good. Love. It's good. I like it. And I actually, I, I used a, a week or so ago, I used the Stasco oatmeal protein conditioner. It was sitting there unopened. I said, well, let's try this stuff. I really liked it. I really liked it. I think I like both of these products. You know that I am a defender of oatmeal and will remain so. And I do have a bottle of the conditioner in my arsenal. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Cool. Definitely don't have to add a shot of the max. So just get this. The cosmetic amino modified silicone polyether copolymer is the max. The max is just that. It already has it. Good to know. It already has it. Well, I'm going to get on to cake eating and stuff. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Go eat some cake. For my birthday. Go eat some cake. Oh, birthday cake. I got to make it, but I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made my own birthday cake. Oh, I always end up making my own birthday cake. Nobody usually wants to come out here. We're so far out. <laughs> I don't have a good cake oven. I've just got a, um, a toaster oven. And it's not very good for baking. It's not even very good for warming up pizza. I'm not gonna get store-bought pizza anymore as long as I have that oven because it just doesn't come out good. I understand. 
I want a pizza oven. Yeah, an uni pizza oven. They should be a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, uni pizza ovens are the best. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for being here. And thanks for all the birthday wishes for both of us. And happy grooming, everybody. See you next week on The Groom Pod. Thanks for uh, listening to all my technical stuff. <laughs> we love the technical stuff important technical information i'm just trying to get us all to be so savvy i know that's why we have to put our lab coats on when we go to school all right guys (laughs) have a great week see you next time on the groom pod bye-bye now bye